What is up, guys? And thank you all for checking out this edition of New Generation Hero Talk. I am your host, EJ Stewart. This is a very special edition of Hero Talk because we're going to be doing our Zack Snyder's Justice League review show. So we did our normal Hero Talk podcast this week with all the topics of the week of news in regards to superhero movies and television. That Part of that included some stuff with uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. But we didn't go in depth on that podcast because we knew we were doing a review, which we always do for movie releases. And though this is technically, I guess, a re-release, in many ways it did feel like a new project. So we're going to dedicate the next you know, 35 to 40 minutes on just talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League. So Shamari and Kendall, join me for this podcast. I got to say just off the top, guys, uh, I said that this was one of the most, if not the most, intriguing prospects. Uh, project going on in Hollywood because its origins and its creation are unprecedented. We've never been in a situation where a, a director and a filmmaker who did about half the work somehow got to come back three, four years later and finish the work and release the work in its full totality with uh, what he says is pretty much no interference from uh, executives or anything like that. And for it to be released in the four-hour project on a streaming service, everything about this is just crazy. It's nothing we've seen before. It was launched by an online campaign that was started by the fans that Zack Snyder helped boost along with the help of his uh, of his actors that were in this movie that also gave it a boost. You're talking about Ray Fisher, uh, uh, Ben Affleck, um, uh, Momoa. Uh, why can't I remember Wonder Woman right now? Uh, I can't remember her name. Uh-huh. Gal Gadot. Well, I don't know why that was uh, slipping the tongue for some reason. Um, I slipping my mind for some reason. All of them got involved, and here we are. We got this movie, and I enjoyed Zack Snyder's Justice League. I mean, I'll tell you what. I, I did not have high expectations. I was someone who was very underwhelmed by the Justice League movie. I actually want to go back at some point and listen to our review show. On Justice League, but I remember I felt like I was the one who scored it the lowest. I remember when we left the theater, being and our father, we were the ones that were most like that wasn't it. Um, and, and so I did not have high expectations for this film because I did not like the original, and I wasn't sure how much to believe that this movie was going to be so much more different than uh, that movie. And it was different. It was. I mean, it wasn't like you know everything was completely totally different in terms of like just the like where the plot was going, what they were trying to accomplish. But there are major threads in this movie that I thought worked way better. And, you know, it's four hours. It's very long. And I think in the beginning, to me, it felt a little weighty, that that runtime. But having the initial time to breathe and really set up every single thing that happens in the film allowed it to be, um, I think, the best it was going to be. I don't know if you cut this down a great deal. It works. I think it maybe should have been cut into separate parts. But... I think what we got was great, and I color me surprised. And Zack Snyder, man, he deserves a lot of credit. I re- really enjoyed uh, what he was able to put together, and just it's just a good story to see what he went through. It's a story of redemption in many ways. So to see him come back and finish this project, and really have the fans really loving it and talking about it and remaining engaged with it, uh, I just feel good for him and, and everything he's been through. So I love this film. I'm excited to talk about parts of it i didn't love all of it there were some aspects that i still wasn't all that comfortable with but it just so much of the heart surrounding this film and some of the other things they put in there you i was able to overlook a lot of things i really didn't like we'll get into all that stuff sham you join us on this podcast along with kendall i want to get your thoughts first what were your initial uh uh views of zack snyder justice league um yes yeah, so of course i'm always happy to talk about any zack snyder uh, project. Yes, you are the you are the Zack Snyder uh, resident fan on this podcast. Yes, I'm the Snyderite or whatever whatever you call this <laughs> whatever you call the Snyder people. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean it, this was a great movie. I thought this was a great movie, much better, much much better, like leagues better. Than it really the, is. Than the other Justice League, like way way better. And, um, I mean, it, uh, there was more context given. It, uh, characters got more, had more time to breathe. They had time to, you had time to see why they were how they were. 
you got to see the team interact and you got to see them really actually become a team and why they become a team. Um, I think the time, the, the, the long time for this movie makes it makes the teaming up and the, the gravity of Steppenwolf's mission make more sense and seem much less haphazard. I remember being in the theater watching Justice League, seeing this guy boom tube in and out of places <laughs> in the span of a few minutes, and I'm like, "Wow, this is it!" Mm. You know, he just he just goes in, boom tubes out, gets his gets his mother box, and that's it. It's like, "Wow!" So the, with the with the long time frame and the more lengthy kind of action sequences and him talking to Desaad and and all this other dog on Dark Side and all this other stuff happening in between, it, it made it seem much more like a, a longer mission, which I think it was intended to. So, yeah, this is, um, you know, and then, of course, Cavill and Black Suit and him not having the whole mustache thing with him looking all weird the whole time. <laughs> so, I mean, it was it was just a way better, way, way better movie. Just just I, I thought it was great. Kendall, you guys still got to watch this film. What were your thoughts on Zack Snyder's Justice League? Yeah, I mean, this was not a movie that I came in with massive excitement about. If you listen to our uh, podcast over the months, um, you know when they when the release to hash release the Snyder Cut became an official, you know, hashtag that was being put out there by the actors and Snyder. Uh, I was like, ah, I, don't, I don't really care. You know, if, they, if it comes out, it comes out. Um, when they announced it and the trailer came out, I was, I mean, I was like, all right, this is a thing. It's cool. Um, when it comes out, it'll come out. But as the word of mouth started to uh, started to creep creep in, I gotta admit the excitement really started to bubble going into it. And um, you know, the movie really does deliver. Uh, it, it's definitely long, um, but everything that we we were promised from a creative standpoint, um, in terms of uh you know everything making sense uh certain characters that allegedly at the time were shafted from the movie we're gonna get their shine this and that we got it all and more and so that that to me um those those, you know the the cast and the crew and Zack Snyder deserve a lot of credit um this was not you know, there were some things where, you know, I mean, look, it's a four hour movie. So um, as great as it is, it's not really a representation, not really a realistic representation of what would have happened. You know, not gotten rid of him. Yeah, that needs to be said. Right. You know, like they wouldn't have let him do a four hour movie had, you know, had, had he initially been the one to make the movie. But um, but this is still for what it was, you know, it being a four hour movie. Uh, it was really good and it was coherent, so I, I enjoyed it. So, but we'll we'll dig into it a little bit. Yeah. So I want to start with the aspects that I really enjoyed with this film, and I think that there are two characters who, to me, greatly benefited from the recut. I think side. Well, I'll give you three, but two main characters and one side character. Uh, Cyborg greatly benefited from this movie. Snyder talked about. Uh, Cyborg really being the heart and soul of the movie in many ways and it really shows when you see this film why it was important that he was front and center Um, and Steppenwolf both really 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 benefited from this film I think in regards to Steppenwolf one of the big issues I mean we can talk about how terrible he looked and he looked awful but beyond (laughs) that uh, I think the other issue, and he looks so much better. I, I know I, I will admit. Oh I know I will admit. Like okay. when I saw the screenshots before the movie, I was like, he looks better. But like, I mean, I don't, he's spiky now. What's the big deal? But when you see it in action, and you just see he looks way better. It's just night and day. Way. Um, but the other aspect I think that helps with this film is they treat Steppenwolf as they should. Steppenwolf is Scrappy Doo of Darkseid's Apocalypse crew, and he's just trying to get in. To the crew. And as crazy as it sounds, I actually think it made sense to present him as such. To present him as just a guy who's trying to serve Darkseid. I think to present him the way they did in the first movie as something that no one believed him to be. No one believed him to be like a Darkseid-like villain. 
that like with all the chips on the table and Superman involved, like they couldn't handle him. Like the fact that this movie treated him like that, but that he was still a tough dude and like you know when it comes to fighting random Amazons and fighting these heroes one on one or two on one, like he could definitely beat them in that regard without Superman involved. Um, and with everything going in his favor, I think it, it served him well. I think it gave him way more depth. Uh, to see that this was a guy that was literally just trying to like pay off Darkseid. And and in some ways, there are times where it's, even though he's obviously a villain, a bad person, like you feel bad for him sometimes because like you see how just ruthless like Darkseid and Decide are. And, and, and this guy trying to just, you know, please them and show them that, you know, he wants whatever debt, the 50,000 worlds he owes them off his back and just roll with the crew. And they're like, nah, show us what you can do. Um, I, I really dug his arc. I dug his arc just so much more than I did anything that happened in the last movie. Um, and then the third character, I would say, is Silas Stone, honestly. You know, Silas Stone and kind of, you know, really kind of, dis, you know, going through, you know, we know Cyborg's backstory. But the fact that they put no work in telling us any of that backstory and no work in kind of explaining Cyborg's motivations and explaining... Uh, Silas Stone and, and that dynamic and, and how instrumental he was with everything regarding the mo- the mother boxes and um, everything regarding uh, Steppenwolf's mission and him hunting down the people that had you know connections to the mother box that added levity to the story because now Cyborg has this you know kind of weight that he's carrying throughout the movie where he has this resentment to his father but now his father is front and center in this plot that he has to get involved in, you know, he does so reluctantly. So to me, those three characters served were served great in this movie and their increased role helped the movie exponentially. So I just really enjoyed those aspects initially. Uh, what do you guys want to first point out in terms of uh aspect that you enjoyed? Um, uh, so, I mean, you brought up some of the characters uh, that got a lot of shine. Um, so, I mean, since you brought up Steppenwolf, I might as well, I might as well just jump on the Steppenwolf bandwagon. So, Steppenwolf was, was vastly improved in this movie. Vastly improved. I couldn't stand how he looked in the other one. I'm just like, why does he look like Clay? Every time you watch it now, it's just like, it's unwatchable. Like, it's unbelievable it's that they put him out there like that. It's unwatchable. I'm just like, yo, why does he look like this? <laughs> it was so weird. Like, and he was just this goon. And he he was a goon in this one, but it made sense why he was a goon. And like, he literally he, was a goon. He was a guy working for Darkseid. He literally was a goon. And yeah. like, you knew he was Darkseid's goon. And, you know, uh, you know, he's just on a singular mission, which is fine for this movie because this was supposed to be a setup movie. In the other movie, that was just it. He was just looking for the mother boxes. And that was just it. And it was just like, wow, this is awful. But so, yeah, so um, so yeah, Steppenwolf, you know, had a huge graphical upgrade. He went from like PS3 Steppenwolf to like PS5 Steppenwolf. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, this is <laughs> this is like peak Steppenwolf here in terms of graphics. And um, uh, and like I said, there was time between him boob tubing in and out of places, and they extended his fights a little bit as well. I thought his fight scenes were much better. Um, so yeah, it was just it was way better. It was, it was way better what they did uh, with him in this movie. And, and Sham, I mean that that moment where he, you know, him and Silas Stone have that exchange, like that the in the in the first version, that is the moment in the movie I hate the most. When they're all distracted by Superman, and something just booms tubes in and boom tubes out. Like, yeah, what? Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is idiotic. Like, the whole team is gone. Nobody cares about the thing. And to be fair, they are still distracted. But, like, we don't even see him take the last mother box. The, <laughs> the biggest kidding. part of the whole movie, like, you know, that's like when Thanos, you know, put the last Infinity Stone in his gauntlet, and we didn't see it. Like, that's what happened. I was like, this is ridiculous. And that was like, and I, you see me young getting excited because, like, I'm just thinking about the rage I saw when I saw that happen. I'm like, they're really not going to show how he got the last suit. First of all, they all just left it there, and he just took it unaccompanied. Like, this look, they all look like amateurs. But then to actually, and I still think there's some weirdness that, okay, no one thought we need to stay with the mother box. But whatever. A crazy Kryptonian's on the loose, and he can kill everybody. Maybe you're distracted. To show that there was some kind of struggle, some kind of fight, and that they tried to stop him, 
They didn't even try to stop him in the first movie. I mean, and then you got this great moment with Steppenwolf and then a great moment with Silas Stone. Like, that was like, wow. A a moment that was one of the worst, to me, the worst part of the first one actually becomes one of my favorite parts. Like, it's kind of crazy how that turned out. Yep, absolutely. Kendall, moments from this movie, characters in this movie that you initially liked or that that you want to talk about, you want to highlight? Um... So I I am should should I start with a should I start with a, a positive or you know I mean, we all we've all done positives I mean if you want to begin the negative part we can go negative but yeah I only because we're talking about Steppenwolf I'm not saying Steppenwolf was a negative but I'm not gonna necessarily put him in my positives category really? movie fair enough yeah okay. you know I, I you know I want to just to play a little devil's advocate um I do agree the massive graphical upgrade you can't ignore i mean he was kind of elf looking in the other one <laughs> but he's already said ps3 to ps5 you know you definitely he was very he was like humanoid like a little bit like Power rangers yeah exactly you know. um so absolutely in agreement there um and it's not really a knock on steppenwolf individually but this is just something like i mean i i wouldn't have personally if i was making a justice league movie i don't know what I don't know what I would have done, but I don't know if I would have just made Steppenwolf the villain in general. Like, I don't know if that was the direction I would have gone. Given that that's the direction Snyder went, I, you know, I think he did the best he could, and I think it ended up not r- ruining the movie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, just the, 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 the quest for the mother boxes, um, you know, the some of the lines, you know, I mean, him talking about how everybody just smelled like mother box. I don't even know what that meant. Um, you know, like you, yeah, you have the stench of the mother boxes on you, but to me, that's why I'm not. I'm not gonna say that it was a. It was. It wasn't. Am I crazy, Kendall? Like, and just to push back a little bit, because I get what you're saying, but again, it kind of goes to my point. Like, he's a doofus. (laughs) Like, but like, I think the fact that they treated him like a doofus was actually kind of good because we know he's one. Yeah, because last I think I want you to think that he's. He's like, legit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's legit. And it's like, yo, man, he's Steppenwolf, fam. And he looks awful. Yeah. Like, I can't take him seriously looking like You're this. Right. And you're telling me he's legit. This one, it was crazy because they actually gave him more teeth because they gave him much more extended long fight scenes where, okay, he's a doofus, but yeah, this guy, he he can he can throw hands. He's But they he's gave him some mortality as well. What do you say? No, but then they also, on the flip side, gave him some mortality. Right, but they also gave him some mortality, and they gave him, a, they, he was humanized to a sense. Because yeah. you saw, he was just, a, you know, Desai just was clowning him the whole movie. Darkseid didn't want, well, Darkseid wouldn't pick up the phone <laughs> until he talked about the anti-life equation. He wouldn't pick up the phone. Like, and that also puts Darkseid over. He's saying, wow, this guy is mad powerful, and Darkseid don't even got time for him. I'm like, damn, where's Darkseid? Yeah, the Darkseid thing, no, <laughs> that no, was another it, thing, man. It works, like, that, that, yep. so I, I get what you're saying. I totally could see someone seeing it the other way. I'm just saying, for me, yeah. that worked, actually, him being kind of, like, goofy. I mean. And saying these goofy lines. I'm like, yeah, he's a doofus. Like, Darkseid or anybody serious wouldn't say this stupid stuff. But he's yep. a, a lackey, and he's acting like one. But he's a dangerous one. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you, EJ. I mean, he's a lackey. We kind of know Steppenwolf is, is Steppenwolf. Um, one thing I, I didn't love, I mean, I guess what we're going into negatives. And yeah, we can go there. I, I could see Steppenwolf as a negative because the the general template of the movie was the same, which I, I got that right. prediction wrong. I thought Darkseid was going to be in the movie doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I knew um, that wasn't the case. I was right about that. Yeah, so... So I don't like that. I kind of wish that we had seen, we had gotten more. The general movie is the same movie, but the, in terms of the general right. story. That's, why, line, that's part of the reason why I can't give it a, uh, you know, go all the way. It was a positive. Cause I'm like, it was, you know, it was, it was, it wasn't great in the first one. And it, it's a lot of it's the same. They improved it, but yeah. a lot of it is still the same, you know, beginning, yeah. middle, end. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a, definitely an upgrade, but the general storyline is the same. And the general storyline you know, it's fine, but it's very limited in, in, in how good it could be. Right. I mean, it's Steppenwolf. Right. You know, so it is what it is. It's not great. Just the general storyline ain't great. But And I think Snyder made that decision thinking that he had multiple Thinking movies. he had multiple <laughs> movies, right. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, you know, as long as Steppenwolf 
you know, they made him look better. They made his fights better. You know, I was pretty satisfied. You know, when Kevin Feige was crafting the MCU, if you told him that, you know, you only got one Avengers movie, I don't know if the Chitauri would have been the villain of the first one. Um, you know, so that, that and I think most people, if you look at a knock from the on the first Avengers movie, is that, I mean, the Chitauri is a villain. Uh, a little, yeah. a little mediocre. So, um, so that is that is fair. Um, I I was just gonna mention um, just to swing back to a positive because I, I mean yeah. I guess I, in theory I haven't said anything good about the movie yet. Um, yeah. But you like you like this movie as you said. Yeah, yeah, definitely definitely a fan of this movie. Yeah. Um, like we have to give uh, Ray Fisher all the credit in the world for the job he did in this movie. Absolutely, um, you know, much apologies. You know, to Ray Fisher for what happened in that sure. first Justice League movie, um, his character uh, was was greatly um, sidelined. Um, his career massively, I think, affected by that decision because if this movie, if if the, if the performance that we got from Ray Fisher is what we got now, or if we got that this performance back then, like. He probably would have been in other <laughs> bigger, maybe, maybe yeah. A bigger. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a potentially a life changing, yeah. life changing role. Yeah, and sure. um, you know he had, he didn't get that opportunity, and uh, you know hopefully uh, studios won't blackball him given you know some of the stuff he's done uh, off screen um, because you know a lot of it was a lot of it has been warranted. Given what we saw in, in this, a lot, given what we saw in this movie, like, he had a reason to be frustrated. Uh, e- e- you know, even beyond you know the his his, the his allegations <laughs> of mistreatment. Yeah, and yeah. it's actually funny because, like, in a way, when I watched this movie, Kendall, like, I kind of understand. Like, it's bullcrap, but I kind of understand like why like Warner Brothers kept framing their like his like their defense for his allegations being like oh he's just mad that like he's not in the movie that much and his lines were cut it's like yeah. after you watch the movie like oh man yeah he, he really he should be is. mad he really yeah. should be mad and like in a sense you would think like oh well anybody would be really pissed if this did happen and now that that's no way to say that that means that there wasn't abuse happening and anything like that but like when you watch this it was just funny to me because you got to swim, you're like yeah, if like, like if if I if I had I, don't know, I put that performance on and then all of it was basically removed for this crap yeah. that we put out, I would be pissed yeah. too. So I kind of it's like funny in that regard. The the cyborg character, you know, I mean, look, he like he it's not an easy character to play. It's not an easy character to get right. Um, but this version was, um, it had life to it, you know. He was a little robotic, but I think they wanted him to be robotic. And because Cyborg is, you know, he's a cyborg. So, um, you know, there's definitely going to be that aspect to him. Um, you know, I thought the scenes where he was kind of in the mainframe or whatever you want to call it. And he was kind of <laughs> narrating yes. what was going on. And he was, you know, in his varsity jacket. Like, those scenes are really cool. Really cool. Yep. Um, you know, shout out to, you know, the Gotham, Gotham City University. You know, and their football team, clearly he was Cam Newton. (laughs) (laughs) I will say one thing, though, Kendall. I did not like that was the cleanest. That was the cleanest snowy game you'll ever see. No fans had no snow on them. The referee was mad clean. I'm mm. like, I'm like that. That's that. That's not how a snow game looks. First of all, everybody's miserable. The fans are miserable. The rest are miserable. That was the only thing that I thought Snyder, in terms of shooting wise, that, that looked very weird when I watched it. Not yeah, something that maybe rarely will pick up on, but anybody who knows anything about football, that looks some in a way that looks kind of ridiculous. His mom no, is in the fans, no snow on her or anything, cheering, even though there's snow everywhere else. It didn't make any sense. I thought no one handled the whole football thing that better cool, than yeah. Dark Knight Rises. Well, no. Besides, the only problem was Heinz Ward being able to outrun. Yeah, Heinz know. Ward. Yeah, running back a touchdown. Like that's just absurd. That's <laughs> fantasy land. The only time that's happening is when Heinz Ward is editing his own character on Madden. And giving himself a 98 speed going from the 85 speed he had in the game originally. Yeah, the, I don't know. Yeah, maybe some people would disagree. But um, you know, old Heinz word at that, not prime Heinz. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, no way. 
But yeah, man. I mean, I I, I agree with Kendall. I mean, I, Cyborg has a lot of reason. Or, you know, what's his name? Uh, the Ray, actor, Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher. He has a lot of reason to be upset, man. His character was a shining star in this movie. Yeah, absolutely. His storyline and and because in the remember the last one, he was just mad. He was yeah. He was just brooding and angry at the window. And oh, yeah. I'm a robot now. You know. Yeah. Uh, it was, he was just mad. Yeah. He was just, it, but it didn't he, even oh, make sense really why he joined the fight. Like this, none of it, it made. It, none of it worked. It didn't make sense. None of it worked. It was just, it just happened. Yeah. So it was just, he was just there. So you, you could definitely see why he's so upset. Yeah. You know, with how he went through all that stuff. He's probably thinking, oh, I'm doing this, but my role in the movie is great. Yeah. And all this other stuff. And it's not even in the movie. So it's just. He's yeah. really like the center and the heartbeat of the movie. He really is. I, I, yeah. Was it, who, was it UEJ? Someone said, no, I think it was UEJ. You said he's like the Batman of. Was it you, Jay? You said he's like the Bruce Wayne of this movie. Uh, I don't think it was me, but I agree but, with that notion. Oh, somebody, somebody said, "Yo, Cyborg is like the like the Batman of this movie." Yeah, yeah. And like Batman is like Superman of this movie or something. Like <laughs> right, that. right. Yeah. So I mean, Batman, especially when it comes to the fight. I mean, you know, he's just you know, he's out there with the gun, shooting the people I out don't there. Think joke now. Now it's just heavy lifting. Like, is Cyborg back, back in the forefront? Uh, I love now the meme people talk about, you know, like uh, whoever the weak link is, like, oh, you're the Batman of the Justice League, huh? <laughs> you know? I know, it's crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's right. Like, that's what, like, that's what, that's how it would go. That's how it should go for a Batman. Yeah, he definitely, that, Snyder, I think, probably could have done a better, could have done a better job, like, illustrating Batman's importance to the Justice League. Um you know, it, I, it, not say importance because he brought he them all together. Them together but, still, yeah, yeah. So not say he wasn't important, but like from a from a strategy standpoint, like they like he like he like Shamari said, like he was definitely more like the rah rah. He's more Captain America in this movie than I think he was. Like you know, that like they they definitely kind of made him seem weaker than he probably should have. But but at the same time, like I mean, you're fighting like aliens and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and you're next to Wonder Woman and the Flash and Aquaman and you know a, a walking computer, like you know, it, yeah, it's, it's a walking mother box. <laughs> yeah, walking mother box. You're gonna be the weakest. So he looked the weakest. I didn't have an issue with that. Um, <laughs> if I'm gonna say some negatives about this movie, one positive also is again, I thought the return Superman just like everything involved Superman was just much better here. Or just like his return. Um, I, I thought the extended scene with him fighting them, you know, outside the memorial was better and worked better. Um, the more of the quiet moments of him in Smallville with Lois and his mom, all that stuff, just, it just, all that needed just a little more life and breath. And, and, and then of course his return to talking to our, uh, you know, Alfred before going and, 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 and doing what he should have done, which is what he kind of did in the first movie, but you know, just like putting an end to any kind of thought of Steppenwolf really being a thing. So uh, all of this stuff was good. But if I'm going to say a couple of negatives, I'm a, uh, here's what I'll go with. One, um, air bubbles in Atlantis still there, still stupid, still hate it, doesn't work. Um, so glad James Wan didn't go with that. It just looks ridiculous every time that they got to do an air bubble to talk. And I was hoping that would be gone. Obviously, that was a Zack Snyder idea, a thing that they kept. Um also, I, I thought that this movie again. I thought the beginning, the the wait, the, the runtime is a little weighty, and I think probably the, the 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 part that I thought was the weakest was Aquaman's introduction. Um, I didn't really understand the women singing. There was all these bizarre, like obviously gratuitous, you know, handsome man, burly man shots of him in the water, the water splashing on him. Like, some of the stuff was just too the much and dog. ridiculous. What you say? <laughs> the big dog. Yeah, it, 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 some, of it, some of it was too much, man. Some of it was too much. Uh, I, I wasn't really digging any of that. Um, the dialogue was fine. The dialogue was better, I, I, you know, in terms of like when he first tried to like talk to Arthur. Um, he didn't say, I heard you like fish. There were no corny lines like that. But it just still was was weak for me, um, so I wasn't feeling that. And for the life of me, I tell you what, he was much, he was better, he was better. But I just do not like this Barry Allen. I'm sorry, it's just not really? for me. It's not for me. Wow. Uh, I, th- I I I thought that I thought the scene with Iris was actually one of the worst scenes. 
um, of the movie. I think it made really. Him, you thought that was a really bad scene. I did not like it. Yeah. Uh, first of all, no one in this movie can drive. That's the one thing. There's like multiple instances. <laughs> it was where definitely just, like wow. His, yeah. Cyborg's mom can't drive. Iris West can't drive. The truck driver can't drive. I'm like, why can't nobody drive? Like that's like, you know, that seems like a little bit of a plot situation where it's like we just should, all this stuff shouldn't just be happening because of car instances. But yeah, I, I'm not feeling this Barry. I hated that scene because uh, I just don't like. I don't. I'm just. I just don't like that Barry Allen to me. Like Barry is, yeah, he's awkward and yeah, he's you know always late and always running late. But there's something about this guy that's just a step too far. Zack Snyder definitely turned the dial down a little bit in terms of like him being so like jokey and so weird. Um, yeah, you gave I, him some. You gave him some characters and. He gave him some more serious lines. I, yeah. I, I, I will say, I really did enjoy the scene with him and Henry Allen, Henry Allen in the in the jail. Like that was a good scene. Uh, but I, was, I, I, I didn't, I didn't like the idea of. Um, I just wasn't feeling Barry. It's just not, just not for me. I, I, I prefer a more serious Barry Allen, who is awkward, who is funny, but just not. I don't even know how to describe how he is, this, this guy, Evan Miller. Just not for me. Um, and I, I was hoping, I was going to give it another shot, see what Zack Snyder did. And I think Zack Snyder gave him some good moments. I thought he had some good lines written. Like, Zack Snyder did a better job writing this character, but I just don't like this portrayal. It's just not, again, it's just not for me. It's the only way I can describe it. Um, what else did I not like? So should I, can I, can well, I, I mean those are those are some of the main things. I think some other things, but those are the main things. Ezra I definitely... Miller thing. So I I liked Ezra Miller. Um, I agree that it's not you know maybe the most accurate representation of what you would expect Barry Allen to be. Um, you know, and if you're coming in here, you know, a huge fan of Barry Allen, um, then you're not gonna you you maybe want to move look closer to Grant Gustin's portrayal than Ezra Miller. Um, (laughs) But, and I mean, we talked about even, we talked about it when it first came out, like, he'd be pretty, honestly, a little more more Wally West than he is uh, Barry Allen. (laughs) But, um, but still, you know, I mean, I feel like, for me, his lines hit hit much better for me in this one. Yeah, I I definitely did. They did, I agree with that too. He was the funniest character in this movie. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. You know, Momoa was also really funny. Um, but if you're talking about looking for humor in this movie, uh, it, a lot of it came from Barry Allen, Momoa, a little bit. At, I'll tell you at, what, though, I really enjoyed that that Snyder turned the dial down on Momoa. Like, yeah, Momoa is like a wild man in the first movie, <laughs> yeah, and. Yeah. He's way more serious now, and he's way more just, like, not a cartoon character in this movie. Like, there are aspects of him where he he plays himself, and you see, you know, who Arthur is. But, like, um, but, like, it's just, it's just not to attend. Like, Whedon was just, he was just trying to just make everyone larger than life, and it just didn't have to be. Like, I I don't love everything with Zack Snyder's vision. I would never have. But... Because Snyder was had his specific vision, everyone's not turned up to a ten. It works so much better. I think I think both Flash and Aquaman work better. Not the, definitely not the craziest about Flash, but I I agree that they both to were me like much the better. Flash, like his role with the Justice League in DCU, kind of reminds me of Ant Man in the MCU, where like Ant Man and Scott Lang is kind of in his own world a little bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not on the same level as the rest of them. Not from a strange standpoint, but just from like a you know a seriousness standpoint in his character. Um, doesn't mean like he can't be serious at all, but like it's it, it, you know it's kind of trying to fit you know a, a square hole in a round peg. You know, putting him with the Avengers a little bit. So right. um, it'll be interesting to see how does that translates for Ezra Miller in his own movie. Um, what do we think about the Star Lab stuff? I was re- it was really cool to see Ryan Choi. Who, of course, Joss Whedon yeah, said, I thought it was cool. Uh, no need for this guy to be in the movie. <laughs> Took him out of it for whatever reason. But, um, you know, <laughs> hopefully we get that. Uh, I don't know if we're ever going to be Snyder stuff, but it was cool to see somebody um, like the Adam get, get featured in this. But, 
Um, that this was def- that the Star Lab stuff to me felt like something where like all right, this is a four hour movie, so you can have this. I don't know if some of that stuff would have been in there in a shorter movie, but um, I think it helped the fact that it was there. It helped Silas Stone, uh, and it kind of helped shape the movie a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I thought. I thought I thought Ryan Choi's inclusion uh, uh, was really cool, honestly. Yeah. Um, and the Star Lab stuff I thought was fine as well. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure if people were to say what could have been cut, they'd probably point to some of that stuff. I thought it was great. You know, there's not too much in this movie that I didn't love. Um, so I thought this. I thought the Star Lab stuff was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I did too. I I, I, I enjoyed all of the Star Lab stuff. Um, what I, did you guys think? Yeah, what did you guys think about about Cavill and Black Suit Superman and all oh, that? that black suit? I mean, Shamari mentioned Shamari knows. <laughs> black yeah, suit is hard. Yeah, I know. I know what Kevin's the, thoughts on the, the, the black suit. <laughs> I mean, especially late in that movie, was looking rough, man. Oh, really? When they were with the Justice League, <laughs> it was like, yo, what am I looking I, at? I could see the pictures. <laughs> Wow, I gotta take a close look at that. Yeah, I mean, I, look, man, I, I, it's four it hours be. in. I enjoyed it, but I'm delirious by the time you get to you know three, you know at three twenty two. Yeah. And that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, Kendall pointed it out. I was like, yeah, actually, yeah, it looks, you see the cape waving. I'm just like, oh boy. And you know yeah, what? That's not way. Snyder's fault. You may blame Snyder for that. You know, oh, why you do the black suit? Like he wanted to, he wanted to shoot in the black suit, and Warner Brothers told him. No, we're shooting in the red and blue. <laughs> we may change it to the black later, but we're shooting in the red and blue. And so they eventually caved because um, his movie. But like he had to like they had the computer generated onto the suit, so it right. looks it looks awkward. Like it doesn't look like a it looks like it's computer generated when they could have just got him in a black costume. So it's not his fault, but it looks it looks awful. <laughs> you know, and like, I, mean, I and I understand I, and like I understand like why they would. Um, why they want to have him obviously in the, in the in the old red and blue, but like I don't know, man. Sometimes like it, like some things are just like cool to just I don't know. It's, it's like so everything's always about merchandise and toys, but like I I I enjoyed that he was in the black suit for these scenes. Like I, I he wanted he wanted to have you know Cavill with the with a beard and a, yeah, and, a mullet. and a mullet, yeah, which you can't you're do. Like, nah, no way you're doing that. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no you can't way. Do that. Yeah, that's that's and too much. CG that went on later. So yeah, I'm glad they didn't let him do that. And that's the one thing I feel like I've learned with, about this thing is that like, you know, sometimes like sometimes executive, uh, you know, say is good. You know, I know yeah. we talk about oh, you want to make sure the studio everything they want, and the studio is always intervening, and it's like yeah, I mean for the most part you want them to be able to do what you want, but sometimes you need someone needs a check. And I, to be honest, I thought that was in why this marriage failed, I thought it, it began with kind of them letting Zach kind of just shape the universe however he wanted. And I just thought that they didn't really balance that with any other voices. And then when they tried to, by the end, it was, you know, you can't do it in the middle of your, you're rolling out the movie, you know, and that's why this whole thing was a disaster. But like them saying, Hey man, uh, a Lois and Bruce romance angle, that would have been really dumb. And we don't, don't do that. I'm so glad we didn't get that. Lois is, track through this movie way better than seeing her and Bruce would have a thing. There was no interest in that. Having Bruce deal with Clark's death in his own way, having Lois deal it deal with it in her own way, and actually like this version better. Um, you know, this version not right back to work, not just doing the thing. You know, this one dealing with a lot. We learn that she's pregnant. Uh you know, we learn she's she quit the daily the daily uh, planet, and we know that basically she spends her days kind of moping around and then visiting that memorial every single day. Uh, I enjoyed, and it felt like this was a much more realistic view on how people sometimes deal with grief. You know, some people can just go right back to work, but other people can't. And to see someone that we all know is super strong and super powerful not be able to do that, I thought it was great to see. And I thought it was great to see. I I, I enjoyed the scene with quote unquote uh, uh you know uh, you know Ma Kent. I kind of wish it was Ma Kent. I thought that putting Martian Manhunter in there, it, I thought that was unnecessary. I really? That, I, I yeah, thought that was, yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 I wasn't I, thinking I was that. A bit. I was like, all right, you know, 
reminiscing on Kalari. And then I saw Marsh Manzer, I kinda woke up. I was like, okay. Yeah, no, that, I like I, I I like that scene. I thought that it was important because sometimes you do need, you know, a family member or someone to say to be there to say, Hey, I right. know you love my son, but like we need you in this world too, and you're like family me too, and I need you to pull out of this not just for my son and his legacy, but just for yourself. I think there was something powerful to Ma Kent being that person for her. I thought making it the Martian Manhunter, you know, his thing was cool. Oh, you know, I mean, it was still needs Martha Kent, and it made these Lois Lane that he wanted to, uh, he wanted to, you know, it was a sign that he was clearly ready to be more involved with like the the inner workings of the world in regard to superheroes. So I got I got the scene's point, especially because of how they set it up. I just didn't. I didn't need that. I thought that it was set up really um, well how she did. That was me. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I was like, you know, you kind of you saw her. I thought I was like, what? <laughs> the red eyes. I was like, red eyes, hunter. It, it, yeah, red eyes. I was like, wait a second. And she started changing. I was like, what? Yo, that was crazy. I was losing it. I was like, Snyder, <laughs> Snyder's head is relax, like, Snyder. Chill. Snyder I got, I got spoiled on social media out. on that. I, got I was losing it. Oh, you got spoiled. Well, they—I yeah, mean, got I had gotten spoiled, like you know, because they were—they were tweeting out. Like, they kept oh, talking on, yeah, they kept saying all stuff on Martian Man. Yeah, by the time in the movie, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. And I was not expecting him to show up like that. Yeah, I was like, well, he, it was like so. Like I got spoiled in the sense that like I didn't know when he showed up. But I saw the like I saw the picture of him from that scene. Right. So, but like, so even though I didn't, I didn't know that was a scene until like the door closed. Right. Because then I saw the because then I saw the hallway. But so like. It, it was like it was like a weird spoil. Like it wasn't like I, when I'm watching the scene, I thought it was Martha Kent the whole time. Again, it right, wasn't right. until the door closed. So and that's yeah, why I was like, "Oh, this is the shot." Right. And I was it like, "Why would they like, post that on Twitter?" These people, man, <laughs> I can't stand these people. It's weird because, like, I mean, we see her later in the movie when Superman's back, and you know, we see Martha Kent and Lois. Lois said, "Was never like, yeah, thanks for that." You know, talk you gave me. Martha's like, "I was never there." <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, so it's, it, that, that was only purely to set up the last scene with uh, Bruce, you know, and, and John. John's introducing Which himself. Is, Snyder wanted that to be Green Lantern. He wanted that to be John Stewart, and Warner Brothers was like, "All right, you're going a little too far, buddy." Um, I don't know. I mean, John Stewart certainly would have been a cool intro, but I don't think they wanted them casting their own Green Lantern. So, um, yeah, I, I actually think I think but, John's works much better. I think because he's been on earth. He's seen the, the stuff going on. Like, you know, again, I think that's so, in some way, I think that's, uh, you know, the studio saving the creative for themselves. Like, yeah, like, Oh, throw in another person that makes it cooler. It's like sometimes, but like, I think from a story standpoint, his story was served better. I think by Martian Manhunter being there and not Green Lantern coming in out of nowhere. No introduction. We don't know who he is. Or what Zack Snyder's version of him is, we know Zack Snyder will take liberties. It made way more sense to make that Martian Manhunter. I was fine with that. What do we think of the epilogue? Oh, I, I I feel here's what I'll say. I think this might be controversial. I did not need any of that. I thought it was a little too fan servicey. And I know in a sense it kind of was supposed to be. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't it's not need. Permitted. Yeah. But I just, I just didn't, I didn't need that conversation between Bruce and 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 Joker. People are saying that's like the greatest. I, I just, I thought it was mid. The greatest interaction between Batman and Joker ever. I, I couldn't. I, I mean, and look, I know <laughs> cool. Snyder fans are excited. People love uh, his content, and, and people have been clamoring for you know a Joker Batman kind of standoff. I thought it was okay. I, I didn't think it was like this like mind blowing conversation that we had he made a line about oh you said the boy wanted to do a man's job it's a good line and people were saying this is one of the greatest thing joker ever said i'm like relax but i didn't i didn't i didn't need i didn't need that i I really i don't know that is me i kind of i wish there would have been more of an action sequence like i would have preferred something similar to honestly similar what we got from uh from um the other movie but like with those characters like in some kind of action, you know, I didn't. So I didn't need like them standing there for like five minutes while Joker and Batman just like say stuff to each other. And I also thought it was weird for Batman to threaten to kill the Joker. Like 
first of all, Batman's killed plenty of people in this world. So I don't that doesn't that doesn't do anything for me. Like <laughs> like that like it doesn't like not this Batman. If it was if it was a different Batman, like maybe it would say, Oh snap, that's kind of interesting. But like it felt like him saying, I guarantee you I'll effing kill you and a joker being like, No, you won't, I'm like, uh I feel like this Batman would kill you totally. <laughs> like I didn't understand. I didn't even understand that that conversation. So I I, I just didn't need any of that. I I yeah. I just it just wasn't. It just so, I thought that was unnecessary. When they initially showed the Joker in the trailer and people you know going crazy, or when they showed the, the the concept art or the the picture of Jared Leto, I I was not a fan of the of the design. I was like, why does he look so different? Why does he have long hair now? Where are the tattoos? <laughs> what happened to the tattoos? Yeah. With the grills and all Yeah, that. like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, so, but now it makes sense, you know, why he looks that way. And I, and I never even processed it. Oh, maybe it's Nightmare Joker. But, um, so that, that part I was cool. But I agree, though. I mean, I wouldn't say that I didn't need it or it, it could have, you know, it should have been there. But, um... I, if you were to me like Snyder said he really wanted to do a Batman and Joker scene, I would have much preferred an actual in real time scene of Batman and Joker interacting. Totally, totally agree. And in Gotham, Batman, you know, done with you know all the stuff with the Justice League. You know, Al he goes to Alfred. I got one more thing to do, and he goes and sees Joker and just has a conversation with him. And you could have been a similar conversation. Didn't need all the all the nightmare stuff. Um, you know, I, I saw some people saying, you know, it would have been cooler if Orm was 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 there instead of Amber Heard's Mara. Some of that I think the Amber Heard stuff. <laughs> you know, people just didn't want to see Amber Heard in the movie for yeah. whatever reason. But um, but it would have been cool to see Orm um, in that situation as well. Yeah, I mean, the nightmare thing was it, it was interesting, um, but. It's tougher because we know that, like, I mean, obviously we know, but we don't assume that that movie is ever coming out anytime soon, or those movies uh, are, are aren't in the near future. So, I think it would have been cooler if to to do some more like, if you're gonna do an epilogue, like I I would have preferred an epilogue that more akin to what we got in like X Men Dark Phoenix or uh, The Dark Knight Rises, where it's you know more wrapping wrapping a bow. Which they had the opportunity to do, but he chose not to. He chose, you right. know, tease and, you know, give us stuff that, like, we kind of want to see eventually and we may see eventually. You know, I don't know. Maybe he's hoping we will see it eventually. Yeah. I mean, we were yeah. trying to restore the Snyderverse. I really did like, if you want to talk about the epilogue, I really did like the way they improved that the Lex last. Luthor scene. Yeah, that Lex Luthor scene. Because I agree with that scene. Justice League. Like, I mean, you watch it, you know, all right, you know, Deathstroke, that's cool. Injustice, Injustice League, like, that's all we, that's all, that's all we thought. But when you watch it in its original context, you see that they were trying to set up the Batman. Yes, exactly. Um, and it makes way more sense. Like, before it was yeah. like, why is Deathstroke and Lex Luthor even in league together? It doesn't make any sense, you know, but right. now it makes sense. And it, it worked way better. And. I mean, you know, I mean, look, the Batman is what it is. It's not, it's not a thing anymore. But that would have been a, a, a certainly a very cool uh, concept for a movie. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I thought that that worked way better as a post-credit scene um, than what we got. I don't know, I don't know why they changed it. Like, I, did they know at that point that Affleck was done? Like, I, I don't yeah. think they would have. You think they did? Okay. Yeah, at least in terms of doing his own movie, yeah, they did. That, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's the only logical thing because I felt like this scene played out way better. Like, especially if you're talking like post production and like release, like that I mean, they shot it, they, they had it shot already in a certain way. They just cut it, they just cut it mad early. So it was like, so you didn't get any of the stuff about I know who Batman is, Bruce Wayne. Like they just cut that part, and then like without it, it it's super random. You don't know yeah, what he's for. You, you just think that they're just going to be, you know, going after the Justice League. But that, that, that's not it at all. Right. Yeah, and I exactly. guess they felt like that since that movie's not coming out, why would you tease a movie that's never coming out? Yeah, I guess that, yeah, that, that must have been the calculation that they made at that point. Um, I agree. I, I, I saw that, watched that scene, wanting to see that showdown. And the idea that we will never see that showdown in the movie what did get me sad. <laughs> I was like, man, Batman versus Deathstroke is all I think a lot of Batman fans could really have asked for. And 
Luigi. And I'll be honest, man. Affleck's Batman, he's good. You know, that's my final verdict. We've gotten two movies, really three, but <laughs> through the weed, the weed thing's not canon to me anymore. We've gotten two movies. <laughs> right. Like, he's good. You know, I, I'm not saying he's the best Batman. Some people saying, oh, Bat- Bale or Affleck, like, he's not better than Bale, in my opinion. I totally but, agree with that. <laughs> right. But, but he's a very good Batman. I would have loved to have seen Affleck Batman movies. I would have loved to have seen pigeonholed into this Justice League. Thing. Yeah, I, I I liked Affleck in this movie. I would have loved to have seen this Batman before BVS. Like I hate, I hate the notion that like Batman's quest as the Cape Crusader as a crime fighter was so bad that he turned into the clown he was in BVS, and it took Superman dying for him to be basically the Batman we all wanted. Um, this Batman to me was. The closest I've seen to like the Batman animated series to me, right? Um, that we've gotten right. in any live action iteration, which is that's my favorite Batman. So and that's that kind of what we were hoping for, right? And we didn't get, and that's not what we got in BVS. And they didn't, they kind of used like you know illusions and little things to make you understand why he was how he was, but that just wasn't. Nobody wanted to see that. I'm sorry, like. And it's weird to me, like, you know, like the Snyder fans are trying to say, oh, see, he was trying to set up Batman in the first one so that he could be this one in this one. And it's just like, yeah, but I didn't enjoy that other <laughs> Batman movie. Like, it is like you don't want to put somebody through a, a, a experience that is not enjoyable because, oh, it's going to be a, a, a payoff in another movie. I, I don't know. That's not how I would make films. or That's not how I want to consume art. So I thought they made Batman unpalatable in the first movie based on his bloodlust. Um, and this one was more akin to Batman's that make more sense. I wish we would have got this one more often because the action that we got from the first Batman was dope. But again, just the, this, this kind of irrational rage to when you kill Superman and kill other people, not just Superman, like anybody. Like it just didn't didn't jive with anything that like Batman has been has done. And the idea that he's been in this game for twenty years and like it's driven him this mad. I don't know. I just didn't like that. I didn't like that Superman. That's the only thing that could have got him back to being this guy. But I will say I did like this Batman. Not as good as Bale, that's crazy talk. Um not as good as Keaton, that's also crazy talk. But he's a good Batman. He's not a bad Batman, I will say. I agree with that verdict. Um, anything else before we give scores on this, guys? Uh, we've talked, I know there's four hours in this movie, so we can't get to everything. Oh, I will say, um, uh, one aspect I did not like, I, man, too much slow motion and too much stupid music every time Wonder Woman did anything. We didn't need that either. Me, 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 Come on, man. Me, me. He over, that was overkill. That was one of the one things I really, really disliked. That's why you hear it in my voice. Like, there's a lot of aspects I really did enjoy about this Zack Snyder movie, man. He deserves a lot of credit. Minutes. But there's, yeah, come on, man. Like, that's a lot. I'll give him a break because a lot of that time is the flash. A lot of that is the last scene where some of that stuff needs to be in slow motion. But there's this other stuff in like that don't involve the flash. That's Wonder Woman or other characters that are slow motion for just no reason. And it 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 it, it's it sucked to me. Like that those scene, I I really it was cringeworthy every time they did that. It's like just let the action play for itself. We know these people are going super fast. I don't need this slow motion. He overkilled in the slow motion. He overkilled on the music. It was, to me, it got to the point where it was kind of ridiculous. Because um, it takes, to me, it takes me out of the film. It takes me out of the action. Like, especially when you get towards the end of the film and you're at the climax. And I'm still hearing this Wonder Woman music, which he does anything. I'm like, yo, fam, I'm trying to be as laser focused on this last fight. This is before Superman comes in. Um, and, like, I don't, I definitely don't need this music. What's going on? So, those were aspects I thought that he... If there were anything See, I thought he really, really messed up. I thought that that was quite terrible. Um, but not everything's going to be perfect. A lot of the stuff I thought he really nailed. But that was not something I thought that went over well. I think we're at a point where we can give final scores on this. So I'll give Shamari the first crack. What are you giving out of 10, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League? I'm giving Zack Snyder's Justice League an 8.8 out of 10. Is a very... Good very- is a very good movie. I really enjoyed this movie, even with how long it is. Um, you know, 
And I and look, I'm, I'm biased. Obviously, I, I very much enjoy Zack Snyder movies, which the original one with Justice League was not a Zack Snyder movie. Um, it was a Joss Whedon, some kind. It was some kind of weird Frankenstein's monster. I don't know what it was, but it was it was not a Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> but yeah, this joint was great. So I'm giving it an 8.8. I highly recommend. Um, though I'm sure everyone that's listening to this has seen it. I recommend you watch it again. Uh, it's a great movie. I very much enjoyed it, um, and I hope we get more Snyder movies. Whatever he's doing next, I'm definitely gonna be watching. Um, I'll go. I'll go eight out of ten. I think it's a very good superhero movie. Uh, villain in overall kind of like, you know, plot left a little bit to be desired, but the acting performances, humor, the emotion, the cast overall, um. And the Justice League, which it's a movie called Justice League, and the Justice League I thought were really good. Um, you know, definitely Aquaman and Wonder Woman took a little bit of a backseat in this movie, which is fine because they also had their own movie. So like being able to see, being able to get Batman. What's interesting Black, though, Kendall, is I do feel I, like Aquaman. I, I when I watched this movie, if there was one other critique I would say, I did feel like I needed Aquaman's movie before we had this movie. I think that. There was way too much exposition to explain anything going on with Atlantis. Or yeah, that just, I mean, I it was always, just random people coming in saying, "This is the deal with Atlantis." Why do something? Him being like, "I ain't doing nothing," and that's it. And it it didn't work well in the first movie, and it, it didn't work well in this one either. Yeah, the order of operations of that was a little weird. I I will say that Aquaman was helped by the fact that like now I have seen the movie, so like right, I totally agree know, with that. I Everything like he does if is in context. Would have came out at the time, I would have not liked it. But yeah, because I have that prior knowledge. It almost just acts as a prequel. <laughs> yes, know, it does. Yes, I agree you with know. that. Um, so they are helped by that part. But yeah, um, yeah, it features the characters that don't have their own movies, and so that's cool. Uh, but yeah, the Justice League was Justice League. We were the Justice League, and they were good. And so I'll, I'll give it an 8 out of the 10. Shout out yeah, to I, I, Yeah, I'll, I'll stay with that same score. I, I agree. I think an 8 out of 10 is appropriate and fair. Um, I thought that the action sequences in this movie were quite good. Um, a lot more expanding than what we saw in the last movie, but I think it allowed for all the characters to get their shining moments. Uh, Flash has some, I think, better for action sequences than in the last movie. Um, I loved how they ended this movie and, and how he he helped, you know, uh, helped in the in the in the final cause and them, you know, stopping, uh, you know, Steppenwolf and helping, you know, stopping Darkseid eventually from coming through the boom tube. Like I thought, all that was just a way better climax to then the climax we had i don't even remember the climax and what happened they just beat up stephen wolf and that was it i thought this added a little more uh stakes to the game because you know as soon as that side steps through that boom tube uh it's a wrap for everybody and you see it and i thought i thought that how he showed how you know dark side took everybody out could rough the superman with the intellect equation and that was going to be it for mankind and how we saw that future play out i thought that was really neat how he all did that um and I really enjoyed even the early scenes. Uh, I, I did think that it was weird. I thought Darkseid should have maybe done a little more work in that, like, fight scene. You know, the first fight on Earth with all the gods and the Damascarians and, uh, and you know, obviously the Earthlings. Like, I, I thought that, like, he did some work, but I, I don't know if I want to see him getting carried off the field. You know, he's Darkseid. I, I think I want to see him Oh, that was that. I'm telling you, man. I was watching, the movie, I was watching that movie, and I didn't know that that was um Aries. Yeah, that so, was Aries. Like, yeah, that who was, is that this guy funny. that Yo, just dark side yeah, getting Ken, taken yeah, out Kendall was bugging out by randoms? Kendall yeah, nah, Kendall was, was like what? I was like wow I, I'm like Kendall calm down. I think He's that's Aries. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's Aries Kendall. You can uh, yeah, calm down. and I was like oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, right. I mean look Dark Side was fighting like Aries and Zeus at the same time so I I I get it. But like yeah, I, I, I did take <laughs> out a lantern you did take out a lantern. But yeah, I I didn't I thought that that was I think they should have at least made him collect more bodies before we saw him get carried off the field. I don't want to see the guy you're telling me is gonna ruin everything carried off the field. Now I think that they kind of made up for it by seeing what he does to the Justice League if he comes down that boot tube. Like I like that. They kind of almost canceled that out a little bit when I first saw this. I was like, oh man, how you can have Darkseid getting carried off the field? I don't care who he's fighting. That can't that can't be my first time watching him fight. That can't be it. I thought that was a little bit of a mistake, but um, but I, I, the scene was dope though. Like the action was dope, the CGI was dope. Like it all worked and looked really good. Um, 
but yeah, man, Batman was better. I mean, so many of these characters were just better. Um, shout out to the action sequence of, of Wonder Woman, you know, saving those kids. I thought that that scene worked out much better. It just it was a just a just a much better movie. I don't know what I scored that last Justice League, but this is just levels better. Um, story made sense. It was cohesive. It wasn't the best story ever. And there again, we've set our issues with it, but uh, for the most part, I dug it. So this was definitely. A, a step up. I'm happy we got to see it. I'm happy for Zack Snyder. I'm happy for the Zack Snyder fans who got to uh, finally see this project, and, and they deserve it for like the work they put in. And I'm talking about obviously the people that weren't toxic or harassing people. The people that generally Shout really. Out John Bird. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not those folks. I'm talking about the people, the good people, um, who, who were behind this project and behind Zack during his very difficult time. Personally, I'm happy that they all got to see this. Success, because that's what this was to me. An absolute success. That's going to do it for our Zack Snyder Justice League review. I said it'd be 35 minutes to 45. We're at an hour even. But um, but I'm glad we got to talk about the movie as much as we were able to. Of course, make sure you catch all of our content on the New Generation Podcast Network. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, be sure to check out our YouTube channel, New Generation Media. That's where you'll find our weekly Falcon and Winter Soldier episode discussions where we talk about all the episodes in great detail on our YouTube channel. You can find that once again. Subscribe to our channel, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, on Instagram, New Generation Podcast, and on Facebook, New Generation Media. And of course, uh, follow us individually on social media. You can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, on Instagram, uh, Action EJ. You can find Shamari on Instagram and Snapchat, MCSham22, and Kendall can be found on Twitter at NewGenKen. Thank you guys so much once again for checking this out. We'll be back next week with more Hero Talk. But for Shamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.